Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show. And one of the things we're doing this year is we're working through some franchises because they've got new entries coming in October. One of them is unfortunately Saw. Jigsaw's <laughs> out in next month. Uh, so we've been working our way through. We are almost at the finish line. This is going to be Saw 6, which came out in 2009, I want to say. Let me just double check that. 2009. I think that's right. Yeah, because uh, the seventh and quote-unquote final movie in the franchise, the final chapter, came out in 2010. Wait, the, the first one came out in 2004, right? Yeah, they were yearly. Yeah, they came out every year. Jesus. For seven years. God damn. <laughs> I know. I know it's the same. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean... And look, actually, one of the funny things is the last one we did, the last movie we did, was uh, Curse of Chucky, and we had a whole conversation about how... Th- most franchises won't keep numbers anymore. They'll drop numbers, and sometimes it's halfway through. <laughs> and Saw, Saw decided to do it for its last movie. Now, admittedly, there's a new one coming out, so there'll yeah. be two that's not got a number. But they had six movies, two, three, four, five, and six, all numbered, and then <laughs> Saw 3D, the final chapter. Screw you. Especially, like, I feel like you can only do 3D if it's the third movie. Exactly, so, I agree. It, that's only time. <laughs> Screw you. Screw, screw you hard, <laughs> Sawmakers. Screw you hard. So I'll just give you a spoiler warning right now. Because, you. because <laughs> you know, if you've been watching our reviews of the Saw movies, we aren't a big fan of the franchise. Uh, at times, it's downright painful. Uh, Saw 4 is the low point of the series so far. And I, I think not big fans is being generous. I would say at this point, <laughs> we're enemies of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's also true. That's also fair. <laughs> Uh, so Saw 6 uh, once again we start off with a, a random game uh, this one's more random than usual because it never really comes back into it I mean <laughs> they question the survivor but other than that it never because yeah. like, at least in the previous movies the, 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 the random like jigsaw game that happens at the start became relevant later on in some way like you know someone who was connected sure. to the main game was involved in it or something like that yeah um, but we have that then we have the customary Oh, here's a recap of what happened at the end of the last one because you've forgotten already, of course. So we have that. Uh, and then the, the main gist of this one is that we have a, a health insurance CEO who, of course, has been like screwing people over like, their health care, you know, finding loopholes in their, their claims so that they don't have to pay them. Finally, Saw is tackling the, the uh, world of American health care, the hot button issue. <laughs> Hey, given that he was dying of cancer, I'm surprised it took this long to get to this topic. I'm really surprised. Um, But of course, this gives us a new excuse to have a whole new set of flashbacks with Tobin Bell, who's, of course, his character's been dead now for like three movies, but we still have to see Jigsaw, and it just gets more convoluted. There's more flashbacks with him and Amanda, is back in the flashbacks, (laughs) along with Hoffman, and we see Hoffman and Amanda interacting, which we hadn't seen before. They'd kind of all been around for the most part there was a little bit of interaction but they actually have them arguing with each other in this movie which is its own bag of fish worms whatever <laughs> pick, pick, pick your metaphor or you're saying shit <laughs> bag of shit's good too so the movie basically breaks into three things you have the the investigation which is the FBI higher up guy from the last movie teaming up with the dumbass FBI agent from Saw 4 remember the one that you know the, the chick who leaned into the trap 
Remember, she heard, she heard the, me- the mechanical things moving behind the doll, and even though she knows yeah. Jigsaw is this, this serial killer who's been working with traps and mechanical devices, she leans into it to see what's <laughs> happening. She's alive. She's back. And in this movie, she basically does nothing and then shoots a fellow FBI officer like five times instead of, <laughs> instead of stopping and realizing that she's been used as a human shield. She just shoots her repeatedly and empties a clip and, until she dies. Sure. Repeated, <laughs> Why not? Repeated stab wounds. So you've got those those investigating. They're kind of playing along with Hoffman, and there's a bit of tension because there's kind of like getting to evidence that will actually, you know, put Hoffman in the in the suspect seat, and Hoffman is like worried about it. So there's a bit. Of, well, there's supposed to be tension there. Uh, so that that's the thing that's happening. You then have the main game, which is this insurance guy going through this series of things. It's kind of like Saw 3, where it's one guy going through a series of like rooms and it's different people who has to either save or kill, depending on his choices. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that same trope again. And then on top of that, you have the flashbacks, uh, which, by the way, seemed to happen. like Every time there was a flashback, and it was like from the, the insurance guy's point of view, he would like stop and like think, and then it would go to the flashback, and then it would come back, and then he'd be like... I remember that. Then he shakes his head and then goes on. <laughs> Even though he's on a, a, a sixty-minute counter until like his loved ones die, he's he's told that he's got sixty minutes to get to the end of this, and he still stops and has a flashback. <laughs> oh boy! So that that's your main main gist, and it gets really convoluted. The amount of retconning in this movie to keep, make it feel like they're constantly like you know pulling the rug out and like oh. Uh, Amanda was actually dating the junkie that, that slammed the door on Jigsaw's baby, and she, she was there. Which, like, we had to see that scene again, of course. We've seen that, like, five times now between the last three movies. <laughs> and she, she's she's in the next room as that happened. She was there all along. Oh, my God. And she was being blackmailed by Hoffman to not interfere and, uh, you know, go out to go, you know, shoot the woman from the third movie. This is getting really hard to talk about. It's so, it's, there's so I, many things from multiple movies going on. I mean, I, I legit like cannot keep this storyline straight. Like, if I gave even an iota of like care for this series, I'm sure that I would be loving how deep the mythology goes. But I just I hate it so so it's, it's much. Confident. So I, I think the capper for me and just how much I don't care about all this bullshit is one of the flashbacks after he's been talking after Jigsaw's been talking to Amanda and Hoffman who have been having a bit of a pissing contest his wife shows up and do you remember in the last movie they set up that whole thing with the box that he left her in his will and they teased it and they never did anything with it it's all for this movie all of that comes up in this one and he gives her a key in in this flashback and as he gives her the key the, the theme comes it's like Right, and as he's given the key and the music's playing, it cuts to like her opening the box and she pulls out the key to open the box and lock it. It's like this is not that big a reveal. She just happened to have that key. There was no mystery as to where that key came from. All we all we would have jumped to is he gave her a key at some point. We get a flashback of him giving her a key. Oh my god, I'm completely floored. Oh, it's doing so many crazy things I couldn't have predicted. Oh my! <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm being especially vindictive now because I've had to watch six of these bastard and things. I don't think this is the worst one. Soft War is still worse, in my opinion, but still. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jesus Christ. It's like... <laughs> Tim, stay awake. Um, God damn it. I know this is hard. I know I it's hard, but stay awake. I can't. Once you start talking about Hoffman and Amanda and Jill and stuff, I just like I just glaze over. Hey, I never told you. I never told you the wife's name because before we started this, we always do this thing where I'll say a couple of, ca- I'll, I'll remind them of the character names, and I'm like Hoffman, yeah. and he's like, "That's all we need." What's the insurance yeah. guy? Oh, he's William, right? Yeah. That's all we need. Yeah, those two. Those are the only people I'm. Gonna... But you remember Jill? You remember Jill on your yeah. own? I just want to point that out. Um, yeah, and I watched this on a. So I watched this on Thursday, I think, and we're recording it Sunday, and I barely remember anything so there is <laughs> Sorry. Well, let me uh, let me refresh your memory then tim okay i i remember the opening scene like you said it's uh yeah the two people yeah basically <laughs> trying to see who can cut crap off uh, themselves it's faster. a girl it's a well it's a girl it's a woman and a man uh and apparently they're both uh they work at banks. They like give out loans, but they 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 knowingly give out loans that they'll never be able to pay back, so they can repossess things. So you know that, that's why he's going after them. And he's like, okay, so both of you are going to have to cut off flesh and put it in the scale, and whoever's cut off more gets to live at the end. Uh, and my first problem with this is, isn't the whole thing is that they both have a chance to survive by giving them a game where one of them has to lose? Isn't that just that that officially makes you a serial killer? Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah, I would just, just I mean, don't get me wrong. Jigsaw himself and Hoffman have both crossed this line multiple times at this point. I'm just yeah. another example. Throw it on the table. <laughs> right? And I thought, man, this isn't fair to her. This is a fat guy. He's got tons of this extra shit he doesn't need in his, on his belly. Because like, they even make a joke out of it. She lifts up her shirt and she's like, oh no! I'm, I'm so yeah. slim and sexy! Ah! What are we going to do? And she has to cut off her arm. But Which I, I would argue, though, if I was given the choices, I'd probably want to do that because, like, I can't imagine having to cut into like my belly and just rip like you may, you know, yeah, strips of flesh on. Yeah, because you may accidentally get some organs. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> you, you like, don't know I'll, what you're gonna get. Yeah, chopping your arm off. Uh, hey, it's it sucks too, but you know it, it's fast, easy. You <laughs> get. Oh, by, by the way, this is a 60 second time limit on this. This was the the longest 60 seconds I think I've ever had in a movie. This was like three minutes <laughs> or 60 seconds. <laughs> God damn it. But uh, I, I do love, though, um, and uh, yeah, I don't want to <laughs> pat myself on the back or anything, but I, I took a screenshot and tweeted this after. But uh, like the next scene, it shows, or or maybe like a few scenes after, they show the woman surviving and she's in the hospital and she's missing an arm. Uh, and she just yells out something along the lines of like, you know, like someone says like, oh, like he's, you know, trying to teach you something. You're supposed to learn something. And so she got, like just looks at her arm. She's like, what the hell was I supposed to learn about this? And I'm like, that's basically the series for me in a nutshell. Like, <laughs> why am I watching this? What am I supposed to get out of this? It's, I hate it <laughs> so much. Yeah. So we got a couple of scenes introducing uh, this insurance guy. And he's, you know, turning people claims away. We see him in flashbacks, turn away, jigsaws claims away and so on and so forth. And basically, we're led to believe that this woman and son, who are in a cage, is presumably the end of this maze of like games that he has to play, is his wife and son. Because we see him have a phone call at the start where it sounds like he's cheating on his wife, because he's saying, oh, I have to work late again, I'm sorry, love you. Um, but the twist is, is that the reporter that we also learn about is actually his sister, and that's who he was talking to. So the big twist at the end is, this is actually the wife and son of a guy that he like took away insurance from, and basically doomed. And... Okay. So, so they have this choice, like, do, do we kill this guy or not? That's kind of where the movie goes at the end. Uh, but the majority of the movie is him going through room to room, 
And the first one, he has a game with this this guy who smokes despite having a heart condition and despite oh, right. being told that he's not supposed to. And the game is that every time you take a breath, this metal device will like crush your sort of stomach area, your abdomen. And so he's so they both have to hold their breath, and obviously he wins because this this guy is like out of shape and you know he's he's, he's a smoker, so he, he can't hold his breath as long, and he he gets crushed, and that's that. Like why? I feel like you're bringing in way more innocent people to die here than like you know I I don't know if that's supposed to be part of the lesson but uh, alright if you're trying to teach this guy about life whatever but at the same time you're you're just like screwing over all these other people that you know might not be the best people but I don't think they're as guilty (laughs) one of them has to lose and if he loses then every other game after this do they all just get killed automatically are they all just dead (laughs) Is that what I happens? <laughs> uh, then the next one, he's, he's looking through a window and he has to hold on. Uh, like There's two people who, uh, at least one of them was his secretary, the other one I'm not sure, it must be a random guy. But she apparently uh, maybe has a condition, so she might... And she, she's not actually dying, but she could be more likely to be sick. And then the young guy is like uh, perfectly healthy, he's like likely to live a long life. And because his argument with the insurance has always been, oh, they're likely to have a claim, so we don't give them insurance. You know, you know that CD evil health insurance yeah. mentality. And he's basically he has to hold on to like the the platforms are like connected to these like chains that he's holding with each arm, kind of you know at the sides like that. And eventually he has to pick which one he's going to let go. He can only hold on to one of them, and he eventually lets lets him go because because Jigsaw even points out he's a loner. No one will miss him. Whereas even though she's more likely to die, it's earlier or sooner. She has a family. She has kids. There's people who will miss her. You know, yeah. so, so that, that's that's game number two. That's what it is. And then yeah. game number the th- next three. The, this might, I think, again, not a fan of the series, but <laughs> I think with this game, I was like, okay, I think they've run out of ideas. Go on. Why don't you explain but, what it is then? Go on. And and I, I hope I have the order right. But this is the merry-go-round one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> A bunch of people like tied up to a merry-go-round, and it's just spinning. And I, I forget, is it? Does he pick like when it stops? No, it stops automatically. Oh. But oh, basically, okay. it will stop. So there's, a, there's a, a a gun with six rounds in it. There's six yeah. people. Now, twice he can stop the gun from firing at the people when it stops. He can make the gun point up by pressing his hand down these two buttons, oh, which right. also drives a spike into his hand because, of course, it does. <laughs> um, so he, he gets to pick two of them to survive, but the other four have to die. So the, the the scene basically becomes them all panicking, shouting out to him like why they should live. Um, one yeah. of whom actually is uh, the actress who plays Winona Earp on Winona Earp. I did, I recognised her in oh. the scene, so oh. she had a small role in Saw Six. But I don't know. I just thought like merry go round. Like this is so stupid. I don't know if they're really like. I mean, maybe they thought it was super clever, but to me, it was just seems like oh, this is lame. I don't know. Honestly, this may be the best scene in the movie. <laughs> I thought it was so stupid. <laughs> no, it is kind of stupid, but I'll tell you why I think it's it's a little bit better than some of the other stuff. Okay. Is because it's more more of a psychological thing that's happening. Because sure. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's shot really crappy because it's you know the usual saw style. But you know, it's them all trying to convince him. And then when he does save one, it's like they know there's only one like free slot left. And then when he saves the second one, and there's one guy left who knows he's going to die now, and he just starts saying, "Oh, f you, you asshole!" Like, yeah. I like the kind of psychological kind of change that happened as it went on and he was saving one or two people yeah i mean i i guess i'll give it that but um 
I mean, again, we've made this complaint, I think, about every movie so far. Mm-hmm. But um, if you look at this core idea, it's not a bad idea, I think taking this insurance guy who's like a you know smarmy you know like lizardy bad dude and putting him in these series of traps where he's forced to confront like how much of a piece of crap he is and you know have you know these traps kind of relate to different stuff he's done like that's a great idea for a movie i think that's entertaining but uh of course mixing in all the dumb mythology and flashback stuff and then filming it like a, another shitty you know heavy metal music video or something where um which i apologize the heavy metal i don't have anything against it but i just imagine like the probably not even heavy metal just like crappy you know rock videos where everything is spinning and dark and grimy and the, the, the point is is that's not what a movie should be <laughs> yeah it, fine exactly. for a music video but not for a movie yeah, but like this could be a cool idea. Um, just insurance guy going through death traps, whatever. But it's so bad. Yeah, and then, then the, the the game after this is it's like has uh, the lawyer who was kind of flirting with earlier. She she's like underneath the grate. It's, it's kind of like well, this is the point where I was like, man, where does he find these elaborate buildings that have all these <laughs> rooms that he can install all this oh, shit? Yeah. This is, this is like a big steam room. It looks it almost looks like the end of Terminator 2. It's so orange and bright and there's all this steam. And Actually, what I was thinking of is there's no way he built this alone. He had to have hired like contractors or something. <laughs> like, you know, there was people that they were probably being brought in. But like, what like what do you want this room to do? Like, oh, I just want, uh, you know, these blasts of steam or yeah. uh, these platforms above spikes or something. like that, that, that can divert the steam between this pipe and that pipe, depending if someone pulls this lever, which of course is what happens. Basically, he has to keep uh, diverting the steam that's hitting her to, up to him and he has to withstand the pain while she passes through. Yeah. And he, he tries his best, to be fair. But she still gets burned occasionally. And then she gets to the end, and she's got like a contraption that's going to blow up if she doesn't get it off. And the keys inside him. She runs at him with a buzzsaw, and he fights her <laughs> off, and then she dies. Uh, so, you know, whatever. But like, I, I think the problem, like, I think at the core, the idea for this game is actually really good. But again, it's the execution, it's the the understanding of how to actually build the the tension out of it. Because basically, it becomes just about him enduring pain so she can pass through sections. And I'm like, what if it wasn't about that what if it was like what if he actually had to be smart and figure things out or maybe he had to i don't don't know like i feel like there's just it it all boils down to he has to endure pain and that's Mm. it and it's too simple it's it's too like there's nothing like i i love like violence and horror movies right but something about the way saw does it the way saw just like sits and watches as someone squirming in agony just doesn't work the same way it it just isn't that satisfying to watch. It's just it's like okay, I get it. I'm just numb to this now. Stop it. I mean, I think there's like a, you know, something that's different between, um, you know, like a monster or even just like a regular person, like a slasher or something. You know, attacking someone or you know chasing someone or whatever. But yeah, like forcing people to do all all this harm to themselves. And it's because it's just... the violence is the punchline. To, you know, if you compare horror to comedy, right? And you have the build-up, and then you have the violence at the end, which is the punchline. So uh, that's why I think in the last Saw movie we said the best kill was probably the woman getting decapitated, because it was a nice, mm-hmm. quick, you know, cut of the head, and then it falls off, and it's sort of yeah. blood squirting. And it's like, oh, that's my, that's my kind of horror movie violence. <laughs> yeah. Whereas here it's like, no, there's, instead of just building to it, it just happens, and then it, it just keeps happening, and the camera starts freaking out as it happens. And it's like, <laughs> I'm not feeling anything from this. You're just lingering on things, and it's yeah. not... 
Uh, it's squirmy and not in a fun way. So it's, it's not like, you know, Zombie 2 where the bitter wood's <laughs> coming towards the eye and you're squirming because it's going to hit the uh-huh. eye. But, yeah. you know, th- this would be the equivalent if it's just already in the eye, but you're just sort of like wiggling it around <laughs> for like yeah, five minutes. Little. That's oh. basically what, what the equivalent is. And it, <laughs> so it gets to the end and the, 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 the mother and son have the choice. The mother can't kill him, but the son does. And it injects him. This this big like, sheet of metal comes down with all these needles in it, and it injects him with this uh, acid. And then the bottom, it basically melts from the inside out, and the bottom half of his body just falls. And it's this moment as his sister's screaming her head off. Um, and that's the main game. That's 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 everything yeah. that happens in that. Uh, it is what it is. Um, flashbacks. We, we mentioned most of the main bits. I think the only other thing that's worth bringing up, honestly, is that. At the end, the final person in the box that's meant to get a test is Hoffman himself, and it's the wife, Jill, who, uh, you know, puts the... It's, it's actually the same trap that Amanda had in the first movie. The idea is that he has to go through the same thing. Um, except she never gives him a way to actually get out of it. I mean, he actually does survive. Like, the end of the movie is him finding a way to not get killed. He, he goes up... And I'll give, him, I'll give him some credit. This is a smart move. Because he, he gets out of his chair, he breaks his hand to get out of the, the bindings, he goes up to the, the metal bars at the window... And he puts his head into it so that when the, the trap tries to open, it hits the bars and he can get off that way. But if you remember in the first movie, Amanda's whole thing was that she had to go inside this body to get a key to let herself out. There was mm-hmm. no rules to his game. That She didn't play him a tape. She didn't tell him where a key would be. Well, uh, I mean, it's her first time. Maybe. <laughs> she, there's going to be a couple of bumps. <laughs> so, you know, it, it just there was no game. It was just, no, this is how you die. This is just a murder. That's all it was. Um, but he gets out of it and half of his mouth ripped off so hey I guess he's going to be pissed in the next one yeah probably <laughs> I never saw the seventh one I'm actually morbidly curious as to what the end game is of the series obviously it's coming back but this was the ending for a while yeah I don't remember if I saw it or not like these movies bleed together so much I don't like uh, I mean other than you know the the most recent one we watch like i you know can't really barely differentiate each one yeah uh and the fbi thing just kind of like they basically say oh we've got the tape from that first murder that he did before he you know the one that he did just to copy jigsaw and then jigsaw found him the the guy who murdered his sister they get a tape from that or we can clean this up and hear the actual voice behind it so he's in the room with them as they're they're clearing it up and eventually he's, he's he's killing time until it gets to, and you hear his voice clearly, and he just, like, he immediately stabs the, the head FBI guy, <laughs> throws hot coffee uh, over to the, the female agent, who you know, the, the one who, uh, again, the idiot who stepped into the trap in <laughs> part four. Uh, she, she ends up shooting, like, the, the, the woman who was doing the the, uh, the actual computer stuff, she was actually the one clearing it up. He, he grabs her as a shield, and then Agent Perez just shoots her, like, six times. She just, like, stop! You're just hitting her! Why do you, why do you keep shooting? Stop it! You're the worst at this! You got yourself you got yourself brutally injured in number four, and now you've just killed another agent. Now, admittedly, he's going to kill her anyway, but still, you... you, you madness. And then he, you know, he brings in a severed hand of the, the agent that he framed, and he puts his fingerprints everywhere, and then he sets the place on fire. And that's when he goes to back to the game and gets his head trap on. <sighs> Dear God, that's all that. But Joe, Joe, at this point, Joe was I was really thinking as this scene was playing out and as he was leaving, I'm like, this is referencing so many scenes that it keeps because we, we we joked at the start of the movie that it had the sort of the the 
the, the obligatory recap of how the last one ended. Mm. This movie, I feel like, kept doing these little flashbacks of showing you previous movies just to remind you why this thing was important or who this character was. It kept doing it. So mm. much so that at this point in the movie, I was like, this feels more like a TV show at this point. <laughs> like, I, it, I, it doesn't feel like its own story. It feels like it's just continuing what's already like in, in a really weird way where it just feels like all these plot threads are just dangling and there's still some dangling i mean honestly i feel like that's kind of what it wants to be like i i don't know i don't really watch these kind of shows but i imagine like something like csi or oh god whatever, no like <laughs> uh, csi isn't C- csi they forget every episode before the episode they're on ever existed every, every episode oh, is really? a standalone story yeah that's oh. a procedural uh, I mean, I don't know. I I feel like it's definitely trying to tap into like uh, something about those like kind of cop or FBI shows or whatever. Like, yeah, maybe not wanting to do standalone stories, but you know, just wanting to have that kind of like police procedural uh, mixed in with like a horror story or something. And it it's just so uh, I don't know. I, I guess like bloated. <laughs> maybe yeah. like I'll argue it wants to be a procedural because I feel like it's so it's so serialized to a fault that it, it doesn't feel like it's trying to be that but it, it definitely feels like it's got these TV elements where it's just all these plot threads dangling uh, so much so that and this is the thing because it's been a year since the last movie came out they have to do these little flashbacks constantly <laughs> to remind you you know who people are why are these things relevant because um, honestly if you took those all those out this would be a really hard movie to follow Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's hard enough as it is, but that, that would make it really hard. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm interested, like the people that genuinely like the series, if this is one of the things they they like about it, and if like it's easy for them to follow along with, because mm-hmm. I I have such a hard time, and, and we're watching them pretty closely together, like you know, at most like a few weeks in between movies, and I maybe i just hate him so much but i barely can remember like what happened in the last one every time i watch the next one yeah it's only been a week and a half since we watched saw five i think uh, it's not been long but i remember a guy gets crushed at the end which uh they did show at the start. so that's why you remember yeah. it yeah you don't really remember it you just got saw it again at the start of this one. <laughs> no that's that's uh, uh i mean i don't know, I, I don't know like what else <laughs> i feel like Price on a, a as a, like a broken record at this point. If you've watched every review, but I mean, I don't know what else to say about it because every movie I, is I feel like is very similar. They all have yeah. the same problems. It's the direction style. It's the crowded, uh, you know, overcomplicated mythology. Convoluted is the word I use. Convoluted. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. We're wrapping up to but now. This is you know a shorter review for us, but that's kind of okay because this is the sixth one and. Like we say, the problems are the same. So beyond what the plot does new that we've talked about, uh, it, it just you know at this point we're we're kind of running on fumes. But luckily, this was number six. Number seven is next, and that's us ready for the new one. So, jeez, <laughs> here we are. Uh, hopefully, uh, I'm not sure uh, what the new one's gonna do, but I don't know. I I'm I wouldn't say I'm excited for it, but. Maybe I'm a little interested because I'm hoping for maybe something different. It's it's been more time. Maybe they're getting away from the mythology. Like, yeah. if it is something like we want to do, like we just want to see straight up death traps. I, uh, I, I saw the trailer again, and at the very least, it doesn't have the same shitty visual style. Like, you know, it it looks like it actually has color in it. Yeah. So, 
At the very least, does that. I don't know if, yeah. if that'll amount to much, but we'll see. There you go. But then that's us, so let's get to ratings. I'm ready to wrap this okay. up, Tim. Let's make this a quick one. So, <laughs> uh, ra- uh, what are you rating saw? Six out of ten. Uh, I'm gonna give it two point five. <laughs> uh, not even gonna think about it. I'm not gonna. At this point, you know fair. why, <laughs> and it might be a little unfair, but um, I feel like the scores maybe might get a little lower as it goes on, and it might not necessarily be the that one is necessarily worse than the other, but it might be uh, the fact that at the point, at this point, this is the sixth one I've had to watch, and I'm so <laughs> angry that it, it's like compiled on that it's going to be a little lower. I'm going to go slightly higher, but don't don't get too worried. It's, it's a three out of ten. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it's really weird justifying the difference between a two and a half and a three, but uh, it, it just it's better than four. I'd probably say it's better than three, but it's worse than five and two and one. <laughs> and you know, I, I never liked them that much to begin with, but that that's just kind of where where I'm falling on it. So I'm just kind of placing it where it should be in the in the scale like I said there's some conceptual ideas behind some of it that's okay but that's about it if we have to uh, if we have to rank them after we watch all of them <laughs> it's, it's literally just gonna be like uh, alright I think number one is the best I don't, I don't think there's any argument about that and then the rest it's gonna be like throwing a darts at a dartboard for me so. fair, fair enough uh, <laughs> but there you go so that, that's Saw, Saw 6 uh, so all that's left to do is to ask you to like, subscribe and comment what you thought of the movie in the comments below uh, tell you about stuff that's coming in October we're doing the Octoberthon which is a lot of movies over the month in terms of reviews we're doing at least four a week and then at the first week in November we'll be taking a week off before we come back just to refresh and recharge our batteries after a month of like excessive reviews <laughs> because the, norm- the normal is two a week just to compare it You know, we're doing double mm. uh, for October at least, we might do even more than that uh, if we're feeling especially uh, excited. Uh, there's also something and, cool starting in October, which we've not announced yet, but we're teasing it. Yeah, I was just going to say, and uh, aside from the movies, that's going to be on top of uh, a little, a couple of bonus stuff that uh, yeah, we might be throwing out there. And that, that is true. We have something else planned uh, for October. That's a good point. Uh, in fact, I could probably just <laughs> announce what that is, honestly. I mean, I don't, I don't see any reason to hide it. Uh, me and oh, Tim yeah. will, will be... Uh, doing a top 100 horror movies uh, each mm. basically it'll be split into four we'll do it in chunks of 25 it'll be very quick paced uh, there won't be a whole mm. lot of discussion in them uh, but we're, we're currently working on our top 100 lists each right mm. now so uh, you can look forward to that that'll, that'll be mm. the last one will be on Halloween itself so they'll be like weekly leading up to Halloween so mm. you can look forward to that that's another thing that's happening yeah let's <laughs> celebrate October because it's you know Oberthon and everything else yeah. is happening uh, so you can look forward to that but yeah if you if you want to let us know stuff and or get in touch uh, at mailed underscore fuzz on twitter uh, you can support the channel over at patreon.com slash mailfuzztv uh, and get some bonuses and stuff including voting there's, there's two patreon votes for October there's also a public vote you can find a link for that one in the comments below the other two are like the like, like the monthly vote usually is it's for $5 patrons and up over on patreon uh, but otherwise that is us <laughs> once again thank you for watching Thank you for paying attention. Thank you for bearing with us to all these Saw movies. Hopefully, uh, this wasn't this was different enough that it was still mildly entertaining. Who knows? But that is us. So thank you once again for watching. Keep watching scary movies. We'll see you next time. <laughs>